it's Friday night, I'm home, and yeah, mad first full week of school. And tonight, Barbarians of Lemuria, um, hopefully, with the guys, Friday night role players. I'm knackered, so I'm really hoping I can recharge in the next few minutes and, uh, you know, find my mojo as you were to get back at the table. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, sp- I'm really looking forward to actually speaking to the guys, if anything. The game for me is uh, would be great, but honestly, I'd be quite happy to just have a chat because, you know, I've not spoken to Andy in weeks and weeks and weeks and Jason for several weeks and um, and Derek as well. I've not really spoken to him for a couple of weeks. He went away um, for a bit. Um, so, yeah, it's more of a social event for me, the Friday night where I'm a player. Um, but, uh, yeah... Kind of looking forward to it. I just, right now, I just can't even imagine how I'm going to find the energy, but you know, I'm sure I will. Game on. Things he won't share with us, the darkness in his brain, the dungeon master's plan, the pleasure and the pain. What's better left unknown? Keep calling out to me. I hear him think out loud. My name is Che Webster, and this is the Roleplay Rescue Dungeon Master's Diary. So, 20, uh, what, 21, we're saying we are going over to the US. 2021, 2022, I think. Yeah, okay, no, uh, fair enough, yeah. Yeah, let's be really yeah, all right. So, so we're sitting here mooting the idea that the British guys should go over and meet the American guys, um, maybe twenty late twenty one or into twenty two to a convention or something, right? That's what we're talking about. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, so what we what we want to do is we want to know whether anyone's up for that, really. Um, yep. So, are any of the other Brits who are on the Enquirer community interested in coming with Shandy, Andy, and me? Over to America to meet Evil Jeff and the lads. What do you say? I'm quite happy to run something. You know, it'll be OSC or um, you know, RuneQuest. Who knows? It, it might be Chivalry and Sorcery or um, Dragon Quest. I might have actually got my butt off, you know, the seat and actually uh, written something and be able to run something by then. But whatever it is, we'll do it, won't we, Shay? Yeah, we'll do it. That's fine. I mean, I'm thinking it's 2022. I mean, we'll be into what D and D seventh edition by then. Oh, almost certainly. So maybe I can run some seventh edition. John Allen Large will be running it. Spike Pit will be up there. He'll be, he'll be, you know, dying <laughs> to run it. Yeah, it'll be amazing. No, I mean, all joking aside, though, right? If we could get everyone, I mean, I don't know. We've been talking. Where are we talking about going? Um, I've heard of various conventions. I mean, the North Texas RPG convention, that one comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Gary Con. Where's that? Twin Cities. That's up, um, you know, where... Dave, it's Dave Arnold. It, sorry, it's it's farther north. It's it's not the Twin Cities. My, my, my US geography is um, a little yeah. hazy. Yeah, well, I know there's an east and a west coast, and that's about it. <laughs> it it's north of... Uh, of Chicago, so north of yeah. where Hobbs is at, and it's east of where Rob C is at. 
So wherever it is in Wisconsin, I, go, I don't remember exactly, but right. it's in that area. And we could all do the great pilgrimage, of course, is to go and see any, because um, you can still see uh, Gary's basement, I think. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Neat. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm up for I mean, it's going to say, I have to save some money. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no. But I, I, I need to do it before, <laughs> before I die, not to put too fine a word on it. Yeah, well, if there's one thing this pandemic's taught me is that um, life might be a bit shorter than I thought it would be. Yeah, so. absolutely, yeah. I've so. enough friends get ill. So, um, but I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm up for that. I mean, to be honest with you, I think I've said this before, but, you know, these people I'm talking to on the air are my friends, you know, and um, probably, um, yeah, the most important people, you know, outside of my wife, um, we should get together. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Get, I'm looking at a list here. I got, you know, I'd like to. Oh, it's like um, getting night land. You know, the Irish Master, or getting uh, Andy Goodman, getting. Um, oh, we got Jason, haven't we? And and Jason Hobbs, and yeah, both uh, Jasons. Yeah, you know the good one and the other one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know uh, who you are, guys. And Arlen, you know, maybe we can get yeah. him. To come out and play. Arlen's out of Texas, isn't he? Yeah. And what's the chance of getting Lear in to, to come down at all, you know? Uh I don't know. That'd be interesting. I know she's not that far away from Jason. Mm. There you go. They could, they could share a car. That's yeah. what we do in the UK. Aren't Tim? Tim Gothridge Manor. Yeah. Yeah, he's Pennsylvania. I believe I believe he has a wife called Ivy, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, there you go. Dare I invoke Joe the lawyer? I haven't heard from him in a long while. Yeah. Oh my! There. <laughs> uh, I mean, all these people. I mean, um, so many good people. That, um, in the last two years for me, anyway, I've just become really good friends. You know. Yeah, there, there's some guy going under the alias of GM Shadow who needs to, uh, you know. Uh, and I believe there's a guy called Free for All. Mm. to get our asses on a plane and come with us to America. And there's some guy called Deeper Centaur. Yeah, and then there's that Spike Pit bloke. Oh, him, yeah. Need to get him along. Yeah. How many British Alan Karaites are there? There's loads. Will... John Allen, Allen Small? John Allen, <laughs> uh, what's his name, Shay? Remind me. Lord. Yes! There you go. <laughs> And um, um, maybe we could even persuade the goblins' henchmen. Oh, yeah, there would be something. Maybe, yeah, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there are a lot there. Oh, I don't know. It could be fun, you know. It could be. We do it in two or three years' time. You, you know, we 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 plan it. Why not? I mean, let's face it. We're all of a similar age. Yeah. You know, and. We, we, we've probably only got 20 or 30 years left in us. <laughs> and it'll and it take us 20 or 30 years to just organise a session together. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, we haven't had one for a while, so. No, indeed. Right. Tell Craig to bugger off. <laughs> 
There we go. It's Saturday morning. It's Saturday the 12th of September. Something pretty profound has happened in the last, what has it been? Maybe 12 hours? Apart from sleeping. So last night I went online to game. Um, Jason was going to be running um, the next bit of our uh, Barbarians of Lumeria in Hlas game. But as I logged on, I discovered that basically he'd been called into work unexpectedly, which is utterly understandable. But um, Shandy Andy, Andy, uh, my friend, had um, kind of posted, oh, does anyone want to have a chat? And when I arrived, um, Shandy Andy and Evil Jeff were already in the games room having a chat. So I joined them and had a little bit with a natter about some personal stuff for a while, which was really lovely. And then there came a moment and Shandy Andy said something pretty strong actually he just said to me that you know um we were talking about his experience of running runecrest garantha and i think i kind of came out with you know yeah i've been wanting to do that for you know 40 years play runequest and uh, he just said just do it now i've talked about this in a previous episode um by the time you hear this um i recorded a little bit for the episode um don't let the hobby Sorry, don't let the work kill the hobby. <clears throat> I think that's what I called it, something like that. Anyway, um, so if you listen to all the episodes and you've probably already heard the story, I'm not going to repeat it. But that led to this morning. And um, this morning I made a decision that I talked about. And that is the decision that I'm going to run Reinquest. To be honest with you, I, I, I'd done a lot of sketching out notes and thinking about different games that I'd like to play. And there are a number of, there are about four things that I really strongly desire to play, I think, or types of games. But the only one that's really coherent, like actually is a setting and is a set of rules and you could just kind of pick up, as it turned out, was Glorantha. And the more I thought about it, the more I sort of sat there staring at that page with that word Glorantha on it, the more my heart just knew I wanted to play. And so I just decided. And this morning I've gone online, I've gone to... uh, me, we, and Facebook, and, and and posted to friends that, you know, I'm going to do this. I've, I've dug the books out, and, um, you know, we've got a load of stuff we're going to do today. There's a whole load of chores to do. I've got, I mean, it's haircut day. I'm going to go to town for that. Um, there's chores to do and all the rest of it. But I know that today I am going to sit down and crack open that book again and um, begin the plan. And I think instead of, like, it just being a sit and read the book, it has to be a sit down with these materials and go, well, what am I running I think I just need to pick an adventure. And I've got loads. I mean, there's stuff in the GM's book. I think that's quite tempting. There's two things in Garantha that I really, really excite me as an idea. And one of them is Apple Lane. I really enjoyed the old Apple Lane module. And um, there's some new stuff set around that village. And um, also Snakebite Hollow is somewhere I've always wanted to go. You know, I've never run Snakebite Hollow, the original scenario. And I'm, I'm un- if I understand correctly, it's kind of fairly easy to kind of convert to RuneQuest Garantha from 2nd edition RuneQuest, which is what I really know. So, yeah, I think it's kind of, I mean, there's a bit of, there's a lot of fear in me, there's a lot of nervousness here because I'm kind of thinking, God, that, that rule set looks huge. Um, when I compare it to RuneQuest 2nd edition, I kind of think if I was, if I was sensible, I'd just pick up RuneQuest 2nd edition and run it. Um, but, you know, this is about an act of courage. Um, 
because for weeks now in my head, there's been this huge doubt about my ability to GM. And um, there's something else that Andy said yesterday and uh, Evil Jeff said, sort of echoed, I guess. I didn't think he said it, but he echoed it, which was this, this concept, this idea, you know, you are a good GM. And uh, I don't think I really believe that in my heart, but um, those guys seem to. And thank you to you guys, because if you're listening to this, you have just managed to communicate sort of um, something that Evil Jeff talked about in his own podcast um, is that sometimes you get a message, don't you? You get someone says something to you and it's just the right time and it's just the right place and it's just the right words and it communicates, it resonates. And um, that's what happened last night. And uh, for all of my excuses, I threw every excuse at them. I threw every, you know, uh, you know, thing that I normally dredge up to sort of say why I'm inadequate and why I can't do this and what my worries are and what my feels are. And you know what, Andy's best response was, that's just bullshit. <laughs> and of course he's right. It's all a bunch of thought distortion. I, It's lies that you, you know, that we in our subconscious and in our even our conscious mind allow ourselves to tell, you know, there's all sorts of trying to foretell the future, black and white thinking, all sorts of distorting the truth. All of it is just coming out of an emotional mess. And I felt like I pierced through what feels like a kind of cocoon that I've been stuck in, a kind of a, yeah, like almost like I've been absorbed but not dissolved by like some kind of ochre jelly or something. And um, I sort of got through it somehow in the last few hours. And um, I feel that nervous excitement that um, comes from that. And I feel like a determination is growing in me that there is a need to push for this, to do this. It's been 40 bloody years since I opened that little box and I want to play sat in my bedroom and I've either gone crazy or I have done something very positive. I signed up uh, earlier this year to go to Glorantha, uh, Glorantha Games Convention, that's what it's called, 2020, which was originally going to be back in April, around my birthday actually. But of course, due to the uh, pandemic, it kind of got cancelled and uh, originally it was going to be moved back to uh, later in the year. I think there was a kind of plan we might be able to get back in later in the year. And obviously that's all sort of not happening. Um, and I don't know, about maybe a month or so ago, uh, the guys who were running that decided to um, move it online. And so on October the 3rd, 2020, um, I think it's from like 10 a.m. UK time, uh, there are essentially the Grand The Games thing is happening on this Saturday, the third of October, and um, I was kind of cool. I signed up for that, uh, waiting, you know, excitedly for the the uh, list of games so I could take part as a player. And there'll be two games in the day, two four hour sessions, one from about ten till two, and then one in the afternoon to the evening until about seven p.m. I think so. Um, yeah, about three till seven or something. A few days ago, uh, Pookie, one of the organisers put out a request again for new GMs or more GMs because uh, by all accounts there aren't enough GMs stepping up and um, I sort of momentarily actually just thought about it kind of thought oh you know I maybe I, and then I kind of just bottled it totally but today following on the conversation I had with um, Shandy Andy and Evil Jeff yesterday 
I contacted Pookie this morning and just said, hey, do you still need GMs? The answer is yes. So I threw my hat in the ring. Of course, the first question was, okay, so what do you want to run? So it's like RuneQuest role-playing in Grand Thunder, no problem. Yeah, but what scenario? And I had no idea. But I knew that I wanted to go back where I started. I started in Apple Lane with that second edition box set back in 1980, which I stole off my dad. And so I said, well, I kind of had this weird memory that in the GM pack there were some adventures set in and around Apple Lane. So I just said, well, why don't you just how about I just run the first scenario? Now, I've actually heard some negative comment about these scenarios um, originally when they came out, but I kind of, I don't know, I don't know how much trust that, and I just thought, well, they're obviously designed to be, you know, introductory scenarios. I didn't want to run the Broken Tower, which is the, the classic kind of, you know, intro. Uh, it's the quick start one from, what was it, 2018 or something? I've got it here. Um... I didn't want to run that because it's been like run to death and I think it's already being run at the convention anyway. And um, <clears throat> I actually just I just sort of felt like oh, I want to dive in. So I've... Um, is it Defending Apple Lane, I think, is the first scenario. And so I stuck my heck in the rear and I said, I'll run that. And that's been accepted. And so this afternoon, I mean, we've been busy all morning. We've been out, had my hair cut, um, been to town, back... Uh, done housework and I've just finally got some time I sat on my bed and I've got a request stuff in front of me and um, you know when this um, I got a slipcase and um, when the slipcase came I kind of just quickly unwrapped things and I kind of had a quick squint but I've never really looked so my plan right now is to sit here and have a look through kind of begin to immerse myself in this because the truth is that I'm terrified but at the same time really excited and energized and I sort of just need to find my feet. And I think the first thing I could do with doing is just find a scenario. So, yeah, either I've done something really, really cool or something totally insane. Um, but I'm going to run my first game of RuneQuest as a GM ever. And I'm going to do it in about three weeks' time. It's Sunday morning and um, I just heard from Father Gregory that he is ill and therefore Divine Liturgy this morning is cancelled, um, which, uh, you know, it saddens me, um, but I, mostly because I'm worried about Father Gregory, so prayers for him. Um, but I'm up here in the uh, in the top room and uh, I thought I would share um, thoughts of this morning because this morning, having arisen early, um, I spent some time starting to learn to play RuneQuest while playing in Glorantha. And um, I have to say, it's been a, a really joyful, pleasant and positive experience so far. I I basically do what I always do, which is sit down and try and create a, char- a character. So I've been creating the character of Goril, uh, a Sartorite, and... Yeah, it's been kind of a wonderful thing. First, on one level, learning and learning about, yeah, the game, um, but also learning about uh, the world of Glorantha um, in a much deeper way. I think even just running through in character generation where you go through kind of the background of your grandparents, your parents, and then your character, there's all key events and you roll. or You can choose, but I quite like rolling. I like discovering my character. And... That process has been really enriching. 
But also, um, I found myself smiling a lot of times. I really um, enjoy a lot of the, the mythic elements of, of Glorantha and the sort of amazing kind of heroic things that happen. And, and of course, in Glorantha, where you hear like... Um, well, often in, in language, we when we talk about... We, or when we in Western culture think about um, kind of legend and myth, we often see them as kind of um, allegories or metaphors for things. But of course, I know that in Glorantha... Um, these things are literal. And, of course, that is the old way of thinking. That is the, you know, the way it was before our um, rationalist age, our nihilistic age, our nihilistic age um, you know, that people believed in the, the gods and the spirits in the way that they do in Glorantha. And, and, I, and I really love that about the world. And it really kind of reminds me of everything that drew me to RuneQuest. Now, I know that in the original sort of second edition that I had back in 80, um, when I was reading 8081, there wasn't a lot of detail about Glorantha in that book, but uh, still the, the touch of it, the flavour of it was there, the beginnings of it there, and the map has always fascinated me. And um, and to go back to Sartar this morning um, and to, to sort of think about... Um, so the places and, and sort of just looking at the maps and there's some gorgeous maps. Um, it's been really enriching and reminded me that, you know, my my connection, my spiritual connections, I think all the way back, um, you know, I think I have long been essentially a spiritual person, a person who, I don't know, in the church they have this phrase for people um, who are perhaps more spiritually uh, are alert or aware and they're called sensitive and I think that is probably an excellent word for me I've um, I remember that um parents and teachers and, and adults all around me as I was growing up you know described me as a sensitive boy um and I think um I think that is certainly true I, I guess they meant it on an emotional level but um it's always been deeper for me and I think that um Glorantha awakens this within me. It kind of reaches into me in this kind of deep way. Um, and I find that very, very um, enriching. Um, it's almost like I, I, I glimpse back into a, a, an older order, a way of things that um, I really, really want to get back to. It's at the heart of that um, whole desire for other world immersion that I talked to Daniel Jones about uh, for me is going back to that primal spiritual root and um I, I find that uh you know i'm kind of hungry for for that experience i suppose um which you know uh to sort of to be clear as a christian you know i feel very connected to through the church um as an orthodox christian specifically you know it's incredibly mystic and um and spiritual, you know, religious practice. Um, but also, you know, like, I, I recognise the kind of... I think I have more affinity with the pagans of old than I do with the rationalists of the modern world. And um, this is something that, uh, you know, I've, I've long recognised. Um, so for me, Garantha is tapping into that in a, in a very deep way. And I, I guess... You know, the, the book says, you know, your Glorantha will vary. I, I imagine that mine is going to be a very much more spiritually alive 
uh, Glorantha, then perhaps some, I don't know. I, I don't know that other Glorantheites, if that's the right word, other players of RuneQuest and other GMs of RuneQuest don't emphasise it. I think that's always a big part of what Glorantha is, but it certainly will be for me, let's put it that way. And um, yeah, I, I need to go and finish Goriel off. I've got, um, I'm into the sort of numbers a bit, I suppose, just the last few things to do. Um, but it's been a joy. It's been an absolute joy. And and then from there, I'm going to start reading um, the adventure I've chosen to do for the uh, for the convention is uh, out of the GM's pack. And um, I just realised that essentially that the GM's pack comes with an adventure book that is for a GM a sandbox. It is, and it's perfect for me. So this is kind of going to be my first game uh, of RuneQuest. Will be you know convention one off, but. I think for me it's also the starting point of something greater and I'm hoping, I really am hoping that um, something longer term can grow up out of this this commitment that I made to try and get started, you know, to, to honour Andy's um, uh, you know, really request, I think, or order, I don't know, but certainly it felt like a, almost a pleading in a way um, to just get started. And... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just so made up that I've, I've got that opportunity. So um, thank you to all who support me and all who um, have helped me get here, I guess, to feel that I could let down my guard and step back, right the way back to the root of things for me. Game on. Coming up to lunchtime on Sunday and... Uh, Deb is just cooking us some tacos, which is wonderful of her. I've just been running Goriel through a very archetypal combat. Many years ago when I started to learn to play RuneQuest 6th edition, which has obviously now become Mithras, I did a, a combat wherein a character entered a cave and was hunting a bear, and it didn't go well. I think it might have even been Goriel, but I can't remember. And so today I thought, well, that's a, that's a combat I regularly do if I'm learning a game, you know, kind of a bear is usually statted in almost every game that's out there, common kind of foe, usually quite a scary foe as well. And lo and behold, in the Glorantha bestiary, there are bears. So I, I just picked a black bear, which is the smallest. And we imagine the bear silent and asleep in the cave. And Goriel has brought his self-bow and his broadsword, he's armoured. Um, I decided he'd kind of leave his shield behind. Um, you know, hunters don't tend to lug those around. But he was wearing his armour, he's not full. And at the start of the combat, he, um, he tested his move, his move quietly. The bear doesn't have any particular skill in this, so I just gave it the default 25% uh, chance of, of hear, using the listen skill of hearing while he was asleep. The uh, bear critically failed while Goriel succeeded at his move quietly. So I ruled that whatever he did first, the bear would not necessarily hear. Uh, Goriel took aim, trying to aim for the creature's head and loosed his first shot, which went awry, uh, missed uh, clattering off the wall. Thankfully, of course, the critical failure of the listen, I, I ruled that the, the bear would not immediately wake. So Goriel swiftly 
reloaded his bow and shot again, this time not aiming. And the dice decided it hit the forequarter of the bear and he did quite a bit of damage plummeting in, into, the, into the chest, if you like, of the forequarter of the bear, awakening it, but not uh, outright killing it, badly wounding the beast, which roars as it kind of rages itself up into its, into its um, legs and moves rapidly down the cave towards Gorion. And I love the way Runequest works. It's got his strike rank stuff, and it's a little bit of maths going on there, but it's not down to die rolls. And this is what I love about it, and something I've always loved about it from the word go. And I think it might be the reason why I don't like initiative rolls in combat. But essentially, this it's not like um, just determined by the stats. The character is also down to the weapons that you're using and such and things, and the movement adds strike rank. So. The order of things was that Goriel is fast enough that he can shoot, reload, and shoot again in a single round. Um, and because at the end of the previous round he was able to reload his bow just in time for strike rank 12, he was able to shoot, reload, and shoot again. And the bear, because it's moving and with its claw, um, moving four, which is uh, about 12 metres, we decided that the bear was 11 metres away on a roll of 2d6. And because of this, um, the bear, which is strength on a gate, movement four means it, it strikes on 12. So he could get these shots in before the bear could get to him. The first arrow missed. The second arrow found his target and again rolling randomly for the random hit location amazingly hit the same place the forequarter and this punctured and damaged the creature's heart taking it down or lung or whatever and took it down and it was unable to act bleeding out and so then Goriel stows his bow draws his broadsword calmly walks up to the bear and runs it through, delivering a coup de grace. And oh my goodness, it was actually a very cool scene. Three rounds, so we're talking around 12 seconds, so we're talking 36, so half a minute or so of action, but um, so wonderful. Of course, it took me ages reading the rules, learning what happens, and then running it through, but I really enjoyed it actually. Um, really did and whilst it saddens me that um, Goriel would go hunting for bears on a personal level um, yeah it was fun and um, amazing because if he got if he hadn't have been able to take the thing down before uh, it got to him he would have been I think in some trouble but you know the hunter's stealth paid off in this case game on It's Tuesday evening and today was a pretty big day today. We had our first bubble burst at school. So in case you don't know, uh, kids are organised into year group bubbles and in inverted commas. The idea is that they don't have interaction with other year groups and that means that um, if there is an infection, then obviously um, we can have a limited kind of triage of sending kids away. And today we, we sent, um, well, what, about 125 kids or something home 
because they have to go self-isolate for 14 days. And um, I think it was a bit of a freaky thing for a lot of people. I spent most of the remaining lesson counselling five students for a while, so obviously I can't talk about it uh, in detail, but I just, um, yeah, it was a momentous and big day, really. It's the day when uh, COVID became very real again um, for a lot of those kids, I think. Um, aside from that, I received my Hunters and Death scene from uh, Tim Short's Gothridge Manor, which is kind of cool. Um, back this on Kickstarter, was it back in February or something? And um, he's finally delivered. Came through the post today. Um, and it's kind of neat. Um, you know, real old school, as it say, you know, old school hex crawl. Um, I really like his maps. I really like the um, kind of clean design. He's got a kind of quite nice style of drawing, does Tim. And um, he also kind of uh, acquires art from various artists and um, kind of uses that for inspiration. It's all good stuff. Um, I haven't really read it, but, um, you know, it looks cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of digging in, just looking through it really and seeing what I can steal and use and, and uh, you know, hopefully maybe even get it into play sometime. Um, I think originally I mostly backed it because I just, I like to support Tim as best I can and it was an opportunity to do so. So thanks, Tim, if you're listening. I really appreciate you getting that to us. Um, yeah, it's neat. I, I like what you do. What else? Um, I've got to find some energy. Um, I've got some podcasting to do. And um, alongside that, I've, I, you know, I've also got some game prep to do. So um, yesterday I was so whacked after work. Um, I, I, I can do anything. I couldn't even bring myself to sit at a computer and write an entry for the Mega Dungeon. So mm, that's a problem. Um, I guess I'm going to have odd days, but I feel that way a bit today. I feel a bit like whacked and motivations are low. So, hmm, might need to tweak my plan. I don't know. I need to find, find a way of making that easier. Um, but it's been good up till now, I suppose. The thing is that it just it is just so knackering. Um, it's taken me quite a while to recover in the evenings, I think. So we'll see. Um, RuneQuest, I really want to dig into that more, dig deeper, uh, read more. But um, again, need the energy. I mean, I, I can barely focus at the moment. So we'll see how it goes this week. I guess I might have to like push all that into the weekend and, and try and use the time more. But anyway, what I am looking forward to is possibility of some gaming later this week. So that's a good thing. Game on. Thursday morning and uh, last night we went to see Bill and Ted face the music at the cinema. And to be honest with you, I had a blast. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was very silly and it certainly ain't no excellent adventure. Um, but it was fun. And uh, the two daughters, by the way, just fabulous performance. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think I love seeing Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter capering around in those characters. And yeah, it took me all the way back to 89. Um, you know, I just really enjoyed it. It was good fun. And uh, you know what? I don't think I have laughed quite so much in a, quite a few months. Maybe possibly longer than a few months when I think about it. It was uh, really good, really silly. So there you go. I just wanted to like make a quick note. We saw Bill and Ted. Game on. <laughs> 